0: Visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw Thank you
1: for joining me on Radio Taiwan International. I'm your host, Leslie Liao, and coming up this hour, I have Ear to the Ground, where Andrew Ryan brings you some sounds from Taiwan and around the world, and Jukebox Republic with Shirley Lin. But we're going to start things off as we always do with a bit of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. Today is Monday, February 17th. I'm your host, Leslie Liao, and joining me today is actually Natalie So. Hello. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Thanks. And Shirley Lin. Hello. On today's agenda, China Airlines' top brass is doing something rather drastic to help out the company in this trying time. Next, most people are trying to erase any relation with the city of Wuhan, but one guy claimed he came from there even though he didn't. And finally, we have an update for you on the Black Hawk crash that happened in January, which claimed the lives of Taiwan's top military officials. We have all that and more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. All right, you know what, guys? I'm going to start off this story really quickly because I am a huge, huge space nut. Just everything about space really just fascinates me, uh, I look up at the sky and I wonder so many things and I feel so tiny at the same time. Did you know Taiwan was supposed to launch its first homemade rocket last week?
2: Yeah, and then something happened due to weather conditions? Yeah, okay. It
1: um, it was supposed to happen last week, and it was rainy. Uh, I've actually heard two things, but I think the official word right now is bad weather stopped it. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of rainy out there on the east coast. It was supposed uh, to—the launch was supposed to take place in Taitong, and that's more of a coastal area, and it's actually right up against the mountains, so there's a lot of weather volatility out there. And uh, it's kind of a shame because this was a huge um, work in progress. It was supposed to happen in December of 2019, but because it was taking place on, like, indigenous tribal land and a lot of the tribal leaders didn't hear about it, they lodged a protest and they got the launch actually set back until February 13th, which was when it was supposed to take off. And then uh, February 13th came around and there was... Um, There was murmurs of a software problem, and then now it looks like bad weather was supposed to stop it. Now, this is Taiwan's first indigenously made rocket, which means it's developed and made at home in Taiwan, which is something to be proud of. Mm -hmm. Taiwan has... Launched satellites before we've done had the Formosat projects from one through seven, but those have always piggybacked off of uh, NASA space shuttles, uh, SpaceX space shuttles. Really cool thing about this space shuttle is that it's one tenth the cost of a traditional Are you rocket. One tenth sounds wow. like
2: Taiwan to do something like that, right?
1: Just make something efficient.
2: good at a fraction Cutting of the cost.
1: cost. That's right, and um, and if this launch was successful, it would have uh, set a world record for the rocket of its kind to hit an altitude of 200 kilometers. So it's what they call a hybrid rocket. It's not so much a traditional rocket. It uses a different kind of fuel and the combustion. Someone much more smarter than me thought of this, (laughs) and I'm sure the science of it works out. But if this was successful, it would have... Hit a world record, and I'm kind of bummed out it didn't happen. And they're, they're going, going to when?
2: postpone, right? They're yeah. going to conti- uh,
3: try again, right?
1: They're going to try again.
3: When is that going to be? They didn't say.
1: They, don't, they didn't say. I mean, something like this is planned years in advance, and all of a sudden you say, can't have it. I mean, hopefully it's not going to take years again, but of course they probably have to see meteorological patterns and... Wind direction and things like that. Do you know? Do
3: you have information of how long it took them to make this rocket?
1: I do not actually, but oh, all how I know many
3: years has been happening. It's we very didn't know. Interesting.
1: It's a it's a company called Thai Space. And would yeah. you guys like to venture a guess where in Taiwan this place is uh, headquartered? Uh, you don't.
3: You don't mean. You think it's Shenzhen. You don't mean
1: it's Taichung. Not Taichung. Taidong or Taichung. Not Taichung. Uh, Taipei. Um, Tainan? get this, Miao Li. Oh,
2: really? Yeah, <laughs> of
1: all the places, Miao Li, yeah. like you don't really hear. No, about it's more them. like
2: the countryside, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just really, really cool. I um, I always, I always thought I'd it, it'd be a real stretch if I could become an astronaut, but who knows how one might who have knows? astronauts relatively soon. <laughs> so what's going on with china airlines i know the tourism industry has taken quite a bit of a hit with this new outbreak going on and i think that's people playing it safe you can't think that oh there's a disease out there and people are just having great vacations what's going on natalie
2: okay yeah so a lot of the uh tourism um industry uh destinations and related industries like airlines have taken a hint hit and uh time China Airlines, which is the national carrier here for Taiwan, um, their supervisors are taking a 10% pay cut. So, they decide on
3: their own.
2: <laughs> we don't know how that oh, works. Okay, 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 Whose idea it was. But um, that's because their business has been hurt by the virus outbreak. And, you know, there are a lot of travel restrictions, mm. which actually are good to protect us. But mm-hmm. um, And they're also encouraging their employees to take vacations at this time. And... <laughs> Rare for a Taiwanese company, right, to, to go on vacation?
1: Un- unpaid
3: though, right? Unpaid. Um. Uh, well,
2: paid or unpaid? Not yeah. really paid, actually, because people have oh. vacation and they have comp leave that need they need to take. So they're saying this is a good time to do it. We don't have much business anyway, so yeah, go on vacation. Wow,
1: Taiwan is not. I know uh, Cathay Pacific, the Hong Kong air carrier, asked their employees to take. What was it? 3 months of unpaid leave? Oh, this mm-hmm. is unpaid
2: leave. Okay. Unpaid well, they leave. haven't gone to unpaid leave yet. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, well, what made the news was that their supervisors are taking a pay cut and they're encouraging their employees to take their vacations at this time. Right. So, would you guys feel weird about traveling at this time? Would you be wary uh, yes. of being on a plane?
3: <laughs> I mean, uh, unless well, I noticed some people kept their travel plans because they planned it so, um, you know, far ahead. That they are not think they don't want to go to the house of canceling it, so they went anyway. Just like our colleague, right, John?
1: <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm just the reason why uh, Natalie is here is because John got on a plane yesterday, and I was thinking, wow, that's
3: that's brave. brave. Yeah, you
2: don't know where that plane has been. They probably would disinfect if it's been to. China. Oh yeah, yeah, every time. Mm-hmm. I think they inspect it so. every
3: time. I know that Cathay Pacific. I mean, um, you know, from what I know is that they regularly have like. Uh, it's like, what, 10, 15 flights a day? Now they cut it down to just two. Oh, because wow. my, um, my sister-in-law just uh, went back to, to Switzerland. Or- um, or- um, to Hong Kong, yeah. Wow. And there was only two flights, and she, yeah. She has to go back to work, so she had to take that flight. Wow. One of the two that's only left on each regular day.
1: Um, did they say how much this 10% cut would...
3: Would last? Well, like I mean, not how even,
1: long? How much it would save for the company? Oh. Wow. Well,
2: this is a short report.
1: It was a so, short report. Uh, I don't know. Sure I mean, that, they have a lot of employees. Lot. <laughs> but that's... If it's management, I'm thinking... I, I, Then then you get a good idea of like how much...
3: They're making. They're making,
1: yeah. how much yeah. they're getting paid. Well, You're like, managers, oh, wow. And right?
3: you know, as a side note, I know of a restaurant. Um, you know, they decided to cut the staff by half and let the other half go on vacation, take a break. Um, because they weren't expecting that many customers anymore during this time. And... Since they're oftentimes working so much overtime, you know, that it's a good time for them to take a take a rest. So half of the staff true. is asked to just rest at home. You can take a you know, positive good.
2: spin on these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people like, um, you know, tourist destinations have seen a lot less visitors, especially those with a lot of Chinese, you know, tourists like oh, Ali yeah. San and stuff. So they're kind of hurt. Yeah,
1: that's uh, that's. I mean, I think it's just, it's, it's, it's expected almost, right? Yeah. You mean, uh, when everybody's telling you to stay at home, and I certainly have, uh, you just don't expect people to hop on planes that much. Alright, so we're talking about how... Just the mere mention of the word Wuhan could bring fear to people. And some people who come from that city are having a hard time now. But Shirley, you have one story about a guy who claims he's from Wuhan, even though he's not. What's what, what's this about?
3: Okay. Well, he's, um, he's actually from Qingdao. Okay. And uh, one day he kind of just uh, lied and said that he just came from Wuhan and he asked to be quarantined. Mm. Where? In Taiwan? um, No, this is not in Taiwan. So I guess that maybe he went back to Qingdao, but he just lied, saying that he just came from Wuhan. So he asked to be quarantined. And after 14 days, um, they found out that this guy had lied. And the only Does reason get was free because food or something? no. The, okay, so he's 55 years old, and on January 26, he was coming from Qingdao. Or he was arriving at a Qingdao um, station, and then he told the guy that he had just left a Wuhan jail and asked to be quarantined. Okay, <laughs> and so what they, well, the thing is Good that um, he said that he he's coughing. But they took his temperature and he said, you're fine. You're, you're not sick or anything. But he kept on saying like, oh, you know, I took the train and I, I don't remember where I went, but I took the train how many times and all that kind of stuff. So he was not clear about his testimony every time. But anyway, so then they put him in quarantine anyway. After 14 days, the police asked him again. That's when he confessed that he was lying. Now, he said that because he's single and he kind of works like part time jobs and on January 26, as he was like going on the way home, mm-hmm. he just thought, ah, when I go home, I'll be by myself. Why don't I just lie my way and then I get fed by the government?
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> free food is. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's what it was.
2: Lodging. Ugh. And so um, that's he got funny. arrested.
3: And then he was put in jail for seven days. So seven more more extra days of free
1: food. (laughs) You're giving him exactly what he wants. Uh, That's That's... funny. They should
3: fine him. They should fine him, right? That's what he doesn't want. Right. That's true. That's that's funny.
2: I mean, it's still kind of funny.
3: Oh, gosh. I mean, I know. Wow, that's...
1: They must have really good food in quarantine, or like in jail in in, in, in China. Or oh, this guy is
3: just lonely, and he's you know sad. out of money. He's just really yeah, just that's sad. Actually, pathetic. It's not so, funny anymore.
1: It's I like, mean, <laughs> I mean, guys. Yeah, I like, know. As, so as, we do as a person know what you mean. who's succumbed to <laughs> being alone, I've never once thought, well, you know what, I, I no, police a police station might be a nice place to meet somebody. <laughs> right. But, yeah. they have, but they have been, like, uh, reports out of Taiwan's quarantine uh, areas, as we know. There's a few um, Taiwanese who were in Wuhan, and they got uh, sent back to Taiwan, and they're being quarantined right now. And, you know, there's been, for the most part, people have been hush-hush about their whereabouts. But then you have, uh, they themselves have access to the Internet, and they kind of show what their lives are like. It's actually not a bad deal they got going on <laughs> yeah.
2: you know i heard that um you know in the united states there was a plane that went to the riverside military base mm-hmm. and they each had their own room but they would have like meetings and stuff via zoom and uh-huh. they got really close this group <laughs> of this this um yeah. you know plane of people they're like we're gonna keep in touch and visit each other <laughs> yeah. you know and you know when they got get to out. become good friends because yeah. they like they they had some classes i mean they try to make their two weeks really productive
3: okay they tried to
2: and they seemed to have a great time together i <laughs> better <laughs>
3: have a good plan for myself because I, I think, I think imagine myself being a quarantine for 14 days i think i would go crazy but you're right. Well, you if have I think internet, ahead right?
2: You have something. You can do something. Yeah, else, I guess that
3: that that's a great a idea. Wow, you make some new friends.
2: You you make can some talk new friends. People, Facetime, and learn some chat. new things.
1: I think uh, there was an article also on um, National Public Radio that talked about the Princess Diamond cruise that's off the coast of Japan being quarantined right now, and they too have also become a tight knit community. <laughs> Because oh, they sure. get they get like an hour to walk around and they form like these uh, these WhatsApp gr- group chats oh. and they're <laughs> yeah. all checking in on each other. They're like, "Hey, how are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm all right." It's crazy, it's you know. Tight I mean, quarters over there. The silver linings that you can get: free food, free food, maybe a friend <laughs> for life.
2: Vacation.
1: <laughs> Heck, now you got me thinking about spending the weekend <laughs> in the uh, police station. we're just about a month out from the Black Hawk accident that kind of claimed eight lives of high-ranking officers in Taiwan. And uh, Natalie, you said you have an, an update for us?
2: Yes, this is actually a report um, which came out this past Friday. And um, the helicopter's flight recorder was sent to the United States um, on January 8th after the incident on January 2nd. So um, this was the analysis by the U.S., uh, Experts and it said that rapidly changing weather conditions, along with inadequate situation awareness, contributed to the fatal crash. Um, Also, they said that defective cockpit resource management could also have been involved, which means that perhaps the pilot and co pilot didn't follow due procedures, um, you know, in an emergency. Oh, anyways, That's it's just really okay. sad. They had um, the chopper crashed into a hilltop under cloudy conditions in the mountains of northern Taiwan. Um, but, you know, the U.S. said that the advanced technology fitted on their Black Hawk, which included a military GPS and inertia navigation system, should have been able to sound an alarm about, it. you know, the, the coming impact. So, but it seems that it was partly human error and partly environmental factors. Mm. So, was
1: there a reason why it, the black box was sent to the United States and not analyzed domestically?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I well, maybe because, um, you know, it is a U.S. helicopter. I s- which, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure. Maybe they trust the U.S., I guess.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say, but it seems like they're being quite. I don't know. They're, they're they're being quite transparent about it, at least. Uh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm no helicopter technician. But hmm. this was a very, very tragic accident, yes, and, uh, and
3: a very good helicopter. It's a
1: very, very yeah, good helicopter. Very
3: and, and I think they put a lot of attention to this because we, you know, lost some of some of the best, best, yeah, military, military officials. Yeah, and
2: right before the election as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was unfortunately tragic. Hopefully, the investigation will still go on and we'll get more answers over time. Unfortunately, this is just one of those things where I don't think there's any answer to it. All right, Shirley, tell us about the Tainan Waterworks Museum and their new policy.
3: Hmm. The exact name is like Tainan Shang Garden and Old Waterworks Museum. Mm -hmm. Very long name. But it's uh, sort of like a historical site, and um, you have to pay to get in. And uh, they they used to have a rule, like no pets allowed, no animals. But um, then the thing was that uh, sometimes some stray dogs would get in when, you know... um, I mean, just accidentally, Mm. and then if the staff kind of like you know um, chase them out, then that's fine. But but then there's this um, dog, um, golden. I don't know what kind of dog it is. Mix. Oh,
1: it's it's just a mix. It's just a mix. Oh,
3: okay, all right. So it's a mixed (laughs) mixed, kind of dog, and it seems pretty smart. It you know it never wanted to leave the park, and um, but they got a lot of complaints from netizens. Mm. And so they started to, you know, like more than 10,000 people left messages and all that. And so the, the culture department decided to change the rules and they had a discussion with even the netizens. And um, they decided they're going to keep the dog and uh, they even, you know, implanted a chip mm. on a dog and it, it can become like a watchdog. And um, maybe they eventually would um, expand the regulations to include other stray dogs if Great. they happen to scramble, you know, into the, into the park.
2: They can Great. be mascots, right? Yeah. People <laughs> can just, you know, give them their shots and clean them up. And, well, yeah.
1: if being on the Internet has taught me anything is that when there's a choice between dog, cat and people, the Internet will always side with dog and cat. No. (laughs) That's Uh, the lesson.
3: Hey, there's one other thing I forgot Mm? to say. They installed um, some um, strollers for pets. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that's another thing about the park itself now.
1: Well, if you have a pet (laughs) and you find yourself in Taiwan, make sure you go see the the water Museum. Yeah, Old
3: Waterworks Museum. The Old
1: Waterworks Museum. Anyway, (laughs) that's all the time we have for this week's here in Taiwan. Don't forget, coming up next, I have Ear to the Ground on Jukebox Republic. For here in Taiwan, I'm Leslie Liao.
3: I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Natalie So.
1: Don't go away, you guys.
4: This is Radio Taiwan International.
0: Tourism commercials for Taiwan usually focus on the beauty of this subtropical island: the lush mountains, the white beaches, Aboriginal dancing and singing, Hakka cuisine, or maybe even a bustling temple. Recently, at RTI, we tried to recreate those images with sounds. I'm Andrew Ryan and in today's Ear to the Ground, a look at how we use radio to represent a small island with a whole world of sounds.
4: Ear to
3: the Ground.
0: How do you capture the beauty of Taiwan in just 30 seconds? Well, recently I took a stab at doing just that. The final product was a short ad that was jam packed with uniquely Taiwanese sounds.
4: Listen! Are you listening? (laughs) This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan.
0: Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds Now that the ad's complete and we've begun to air it on RTI I wonder whether people who've never been to Taiwan before Can tell what all the sounds are all about So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the sounds one by one And I'll do my best to give you an idea of what they're all about And how they wound up in this ad The ad begins with two little boys, Joshua and Joey. Have a listen.
4: Listen! Are you listening? (laughs) This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan.
0: Now, Joshua and Joey are actually the sons of RTI host Natalie So. In the background, you can hear I've added some market sounds, which fade out when they ask you to listen a little bit more closely. Then the sounds of Taiwan are played one by one, starting with this one. That's the sound of a moon-shaped lute, an instrument played by an old man in the southern Taiwan county of Pingdong. I wanted to use this as background through the whole commercial because it sounds very Taiwanese, and it gives the feeling of a laid-back, down-home, folksy atmosphere. That's the heart of Taiwan. The honking horn belongs to an ice cream seller on a motorcycle who is driving through an aboriginal village in the mountains of Xinju County. The kids that you can hear are from the Atai tribe. They're yelling ba boo, ba which is the sound of the horn, and it's also what they call ice cream. These waves were recorded on a beach in the southeastern county of Taidong. Taiwan is, after all, an island, so we need to hear the ocean a marble falls into a bottle of soda. That's the sound you can hear when you open up a traditional drink that kids have enjoyed for a long time, a drink called Danzi Qi Shui. (laughs) Now, food is an important part of Taiwanese cuisine. You can hear this woman at the well-known Shilin Night Market in Taipei calling out three popular Taiwanese snacks, oyster omelets, braised minced pork on rice, and stinky tofu a scooter comes in here because this adds to the hustle and bustle that makes Taiwan so exciting. A fisherman from the northeastern harbor city of Jilong hawks his catch at a market in Taipei. He's using the Taiwanese dialect. The cicadas begin their rhythmic call at this point. That's commonly heard throughout Taiwan in the summertime. This announcement is in the Hakka language. It can be heard on the Taipei metro as the subway pulls into Ximen Station. This is the Amis language, the language spoken by the largest group of indigenous people in Taiwan. The announcement was recorded at the train station in Taidong, which for me is like a second home. So the picture I wanted to paint of the Taiwan I know and love is one full of friendly people. It's a place where music and food are important, and so are a wide variety of languages and cultures. And of course, beautiful natural vistas are never too far away. But as a collector of sounds, what I wanted to convey more than anything else is that Taiwan is a place where beauty can not only be seen, it can also be heard. With an ear to the ground, I'm Andrew Ryan.
3: Welcome to Juk Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. Ba San Yao has been in the top 10 on the charts for a while. It's the name of a band. It stands for 831. Supposedly, it's the day that they formed the band, August 31st. Ba is 8, San is 3, Yao stands for 1. I'll explain that later. But uh, their English name is even longer, The Last Day of Summer 831. This is their latest song on the top charts. 想见你, Miss You 3000 by Ba San Yao.
4: will 千个万个
3: All right, you're listening to Jupe Republic. I'm Shirley Lin at Radio Taiwan International. That was Ba San Yao with the song Xiang Xiang which translates into Miss You 3000. Well, that's not the literal translation. Little translation is miss you and said three times. So anyway, Ba San Yao, um, this band has been in the top 10 on the charts for quite a while. And yeah, finally I got around to introducing them. So Ba San Yao stands for 831, but normally 1 is pronounced as "e" in Chinese. But in this case, um, they've used Yao um, instead of "e." And that's because, let's say you're talking to someone on the phone, and you try to say the number one. It doesn't come out clearly, you know? So they decide to use yao, just like ling for zero, instead of saying ling, which might not come out clearly on the phone or whatever, and you don't want to get it wrong. So they use dong, which is the character for hole, like a hole in a wall, a hole, it makes sense, right? Like o for zero. Anyway, and it's commonly used in China uh, to say "yao" for, um, for the number one instead of "e" um, that's spoken here in Taiwan. You know, the band name is long in English. It's the last day of summer eight three one, right? And eighth stands for August 31st. But, you know, they also have a way of coming up with long song titles. Like, for example, um, and I'm actually not playing these songs for you, though, but I'm just reading off the titles here. 我不想改变世界, I don't want to change the world. I just uh, don't want to be changed by the world. <laughs> okay. And the other one. 玩滑板的孩子不会变坏 Kids who play as uh, the skateboard are not bad. And then here's another one. Um The ten sentences that mom says often. Yeah. So they like these long, long names. So it's a group of five men, and it's a, a rock band. They formed in 2003. And uh, when the five came together, they had just graduated from high school. The following year, they took part in Spring Scream and Famos Festival, two of the most popular summer rock concerts in Taiwan. Their music was really appreciated by Mayday, which is actually the most popular rock band in Taiwan. So after Mayday listened to their music, they took the initiative to write recommendations for their debut album called Save the World. And uh, they even appeared in the music video uh, for Bas San Yao's for for, for the song. The album cover actually has an illustration of a real like a human heart dripping with blood but with a knife and a nail through it. I just don't understand but anyway let's have a listen to um, Save the World. <laughs>
4: 你的主题去我的夏天你的脸 Will you be my boyfriend 才能够分辨不停坠落的时间 My God C'est nanga My God, you My God, 去失败的诺言, 到那世界 You know, 831,
3: they also took part in other music festivals. Like in 2007, they were at the uh, famous Ho Haiyan Music Festival and made it to the final round. Uh, when they came out with Let's Go to Hawaii, that song, it went viral on, uh, on the internet. The song became the commercial song for a popular children's park called Window on China theme park, where everything is made miniature size of landmarks around the world. And this is like outside Taipei city, you know? So, um, I thought we can listen to that song now. Let's go to Hawaii.
4: that i Say some beat me i like like this Coming 你要跳歪歪,別想要要點track來,抓自己不倒水單,我不加班,所有的不失敗,全個主位家來,power i day Right.
3: All right, that second song decided to play the one that's uh, titled um, The Kids Who Play um, the Skateboard Are Not Bad. Yeah. Ba also won awards in Singapore for Best Band. Uh, in 2007, they turned from an underground band to a mainstream band. And then uh, in 2009, they became May Day Special Guests at their concerts. And in fact, more than once. In 2011, they were invited to perform at uh, the Mao Live House in Shanghai. We're not talking about a big concert. We're talking about a restaurant slash pub where they squeezed in 600 people to hear the performance. Can you imagine that? And then sometime in 2012, they also represented Taiwan at the New York CMJ Music Festival. Now, how about that? In 2014, they got Best Band Award in Hong Kong. And the following year, they stepped on to Taipei, the uh, Taipei Arena for, uh, for a live concert. Uh, Taipei Arena is like the biggest arena in Taipei City. The shortest amount of time for their concert tickets to be sold out was 200 seconds for two shows. Oh no, 30 seconds for one show in 2017. 30 seconds, totally sold out. That was actually a birthday concert. Uh, held on August 28th, because remember, um, the band name is August 31st. They came together in August 31st. So, And then they were invited to perform at the Golden Melody Awards, which is the equivalent of the Grammys in the West, uh, in the year 2018, the first time ever. So they are going strong. They are popular. I bet they never thought that they would become so famous like they are now. Well, thank you so much for tuning into Joke Boss Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. One last song for you from Bass the The last
4: eight three one. 姐姐,tell tang how 现在 Type I to
0: We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan.